Shalom to all. Today's office time is tough. You test. We are starting Yurcha Samur Beis at the bottom with a brand new parak. And today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah Bas Rabbi Yaakov Meisha. Her neshama should have an aliyah. Hello, Lilu Nishmas. Rabbi Yisif Yantef Ben Rabbi Asher Anchol. His neshama should have an aliyah. Now we've been learning about the series of fast days established if there was no rain. First we had three days, and then if there was still no rain. Then another three days of fast, and still no rain. Then we're going to have more severe fasts of seven days, and that's going to conclude a series of thirteen fast days. And now the Mishnah says Seder Tainus Eloh Amr. These fast days that we've been talking about, that's only Beraviri Shina if rain didn't fall after the first time that rain was supposed to fall, so then we're going to have these series of fasts. If plants started growing, but they grew abnormally, so then we're going to fast for them right away. The most severe fast, that's because that's a big problem if we have plants growing, but abnormally. If we have rain that stopped in between one rainfall and another, there's more than 40 days, so then we're going to be about those also. Again, the most severe fasts, because that is a mock of food shortage, and that's a problem, which is much bigger than just a lack of rain. Let's say rain fell for produce, but it didn't fall for the trees. Let's say it fell for the trees, but not for the produce. It fell for both, but it didn't fall for the pits, cisterns, and caves. There wasn't rain for drinking. So there were for those right away also. Let's say we have one city. It didn't rain on that city. I'm going to make it rain on one city. I'm not going to let it rain on another city. So that city that the rain did not fall on, it has to fast and they have to cry out and all the surrounding cities they're going to fast but they're not going to cry out Rabbi Kiva Eimer he says and the reason why the surrounding cities have to fast or cry out one or the other that's because rain not falling on one city affects all those surrounding cities because now they're going to have to go to the surrounding cities to buy their produce also a city that has a plague buildings or walls are falling down because of wind that city has to fast and cry out and all the surrounding cities they fast and they don't cry out Rabbi Kiva Eimer he says and now the mission addresses Ezu Dever, what's considered a plague. You have a city that has a minimum of 500 able-bodied men, meaning this is not counting the women and children and the old people. And three of these able-bodied men died three days after each other. Hariza Dever, that's considered a plague. Less than that, Ezu Dever, that's not considered a Dever. And now the mission continues, on the following, we're going to cry out in all places, even though it hasn't necessarily affected that place yet. A wind blast that ruined the crops. And also a certain thing that ruined the crops. Two different types of locusts, and wild animals harming humans, and also bands of marauding soldiers going around. We're going to cry out because of that. That's a makamalechas. It's going and traveling. So even though it hasn't hit one place yet, it will eventually get to there. So everyone has to cry out. My son, there was a story. His kingdom went from Yushlam to their cities. The Gazrutinus, and they decreed a fast down everyone. Why is that? Because in Ashkelon, they saw a cloud. They saw some sort of Shidafin. It was only Mali Piatan. It was only this small size, and it was only in Ashkelon. Nonetheless, they were geyser this fast on everyone. They also decreed a fast day. Because wolves ate two little kids in Avra Yardin. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, It's not that they ate them, it's just that they were seen. And if wild animals are seen by humans, that's not a good sign. And Al Masrin B'Shabbos, the following we're going to cry out about, even on Shabbos. Al If Gentiles have surrounded a city, if a river has overflowed, a ship is floundering at sea. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, We're crying out for people to come and help, but not just crying out in tefillah to Hashem. As we've said previously, your tefillah might not be answered, and this is not something you should be crying out for on Shabbos. He says, Even if there's plague, the didn't agree to him. The Mishnah continues, On any trouble that should not come on the tzibur, which is a euphemism, meaning this trouble has come upon the tzibur, except for if there's too much rain. So there's a story, and this is quite a famous story, they told Chani that rain should fall. He told them, Go take your 
Pesach ovens and go bring them inside so they don't get ruined because of the rain. His pal v'lo yardu gsham he davin rain didn't come. Ma'asa. So what did he do? Ag uga he drew a circle in the ground v'amad b'seich and he stood inside of it. Amar lefanav he said rebanish loylam b'necha samu pneim eli your children they turn their face to me sh'ani keben ba'is lefanecha because I'm like a ben ba'is by you. It's like I live in your house. Nishbani b'shem chagadol I swear by a great name she'eni zaz mikan I'm not going to leave from here. Achet terachem al b'necha until you have mercy on your children. His chil gsham minatim so rain started drizzling down. Amar he said like hachshalti that's not what I asked. El gishmei baris shichin of aris. I asked for rain that's going to fill all the pits, ditches, and caves, and all the cisterns. They're going to have sufficient drinking water. Hischil layered bezaf. So then there started being stormy rains. Amar he said lo yikach shalti. That's not what I was asking. El gishmei ratzon bracha nedava. I was asking for these wonderful rains of bracha nedava. Yardu keteknan. So the rain started falling normally. Ad sheyatzi yisrael miyushalayim laharabais menagishamim. Everyone had to leave yushalayim and go all the way up onto harabais, who's an elevated place. That's because there's so much rain. Ba'ov amrulai they came and told him kshem shesbalta alim shiyardu. The same way you daven, they should come down. So you should down. They should go away. There's too much rain. Amalam he said, Go find out if the Evanatayin. This was a rock that people used to stand on if they found a lost object or they lost something. So then they would stand on this rock and go see if it's been covered over by rain. sent him a message. If you weren't I would put you I would excommunicate you. What can I do about you? You misbehave in front of Hashem, but he still does for you what you want. Like a son who misbehaves by his father. But he does what he wants. About you, the pasuk says, "Yisma chavicha veimecha." My your father and mother rejoice. The sagel atecha, and the one that gave birth to you should rejoice and be happy. The Mishnah continues, "Hayim sahanin." Let's say they're fasting because there wasn't rain. V'yardlohem geshamim, but it started raining. Kaidem anetzachama. If it started raining before anetzachama, loyashlimu they do not complete that fast day. Lachar anetzachama. If it started raining after anetzachlimu, then they have to complete the fast. Rabbi Lazar, he says, "Kaidem chatzais." If the rain started falling before chatzais, loyashlimu they don't complete their fast. Lachar chatzais. If it started falling after chatzais, yashlimu then they have to complete the fast. My said, "There's a story." They established a tainus in Lod. And it started raining before Chatzos. Amr Lam Reb Tarfin Reb Tarfin told them, "Seu go out va'achlu and eat u'shasu and drink va'asu yantef and make a yantef v'yatsu va'achlu v'shasu and they went out and they ate and they drank va'asu yantef they made it into yantef u'bo bein arbaim." The afternoon came v'karol halagadol and they said halagadol, which is referring to the parak of Tehillim. Hoidla Hashem kitav kilaylam chazdai. Now the Gemara just the first part of the Mishnah we had said Seder Tainus Eilu Ha'amar Beriviri Shana that we're only going to have these series of fast days three three and then seven if we don't have that first rainfall. But Rabbi Mini will ask you to steer from a brayso Beriviri Shana Ushnia Lishol the first and second rainfalls. If rain didn't fall by then, so then we're going to still ask for rain. It's only the third rainfall that we're going to start fasting. Amar Vihudi says, this is what we're saying. When is the, we're going to have these series of fast days? That's only if all three times of rain have passed and it didn't fall. Let's say it did rain by that first rainfall. And they planted, but it didn't sprout. Or it did sprout, but then it grew abnormally. So then we're going to masriya right away because that's a problem. It's worse if the plants started growing abnormally as opposed to if it didn't rain at all. And Amar of Nachman, that's only if it had changed, meaning it started growing abnormally. But if they dried up, so then we're not going to fast. That's because once they dried up, there's nothing you can do about it. The Gemara asks, it says in our Mishnah, that if they changed, if they started growing abnormally, what's your Havla meaning that if it dried up, we would still fast? So we say, no, is that it grew a little bit, even though it dried, it still continued growing a little bit. You might have thought, that it growing a little bit, even after it dried, means something, so we can fast, we can cry out, and that's going to help improve the situation. Kamashmalan the Chiddush is that once it dried up, even if it grew a little bit afterwards, nothing else is going to help because it already dried. We said in the Mishnah, So we're going to have to fast because it's a Makas Betsiris. The Gemara asks, My Makas Betsiris, how exactly is this a Makas Betsiris? Is this a food shortage? Just because it didn't rain, that doesn't mean that it's a food shortage. This is a plague, a Maka that's going to bring to a food shortage because there's not enough rain. Now, Amrav Nachmani qualifies, Nara, Nara, if we're able to bring food by way of the river, we're able to take food from one city that's on the
down the river and transport it down the river to another city that doesn't have food. That's considered a food shortage. We still have the access to food, so it's not a famine, it's a food shortage. However, if the only way we could get food is by getting it from a different country, a different locale, and we have to put it on the back of donkeys and camels, so we're not able to transport so much food. Kafna, that's already considered a famine. And Vamrav Khanini, he qualifies. Saw If you go buy a saw of wheat for a salad, that's very expensive. But Ushicha, you can find it easily, but sorta, that's considered a food shortage. Arba, if you can buy four saw of wheat for a salad, so it's very cheap. But you can't find it anywhere. Kafna, so that's already considered a famine. That's considered a hunger. Amrav Yechen, he says, That's only if money is cheap and produce is expensive, meaning if people have money but they can't access produce. However, if money is expensive and the produce is cheap, meaning people simply don't have money, even though the stores are fully stocked, people just don't have money to buy it. So then we're going to masriya for that right away. He says, I remember that it was the price of four saw for one salad, so the price was very cheap. There were many people bloated from hunger, but Teveria made the less iser because people simply didn't have money. So it's a bigger issue when people don't have money to buy the food that's there when there's actually no food. Are we given three different descriptions of the Mishnah? Or it fell for the trees and not for the tzmachan, or it fell for both, but it didn't fall for Bar Shichinim Aris. So now the Gemara analyzes. We can find that the rain fell for the plants and for the produce, but not for the trees. How is that? There was very calm, steady rain, but not very strong rains. So that's good for produce, but not good for trees. What's the case where it's beneficial for the trees and not for the plants? It came down very strongly and didn't come down calmly. How do we have it where it's beneficial for both of them, but not for the Bar Shichinim Aris? That's the Asurazia Vinicha. It came down strongly and calmly, but a lot of it didn't come. It didn't rain a lot, so therefore it didn't fill up the Bar Shichinim Aris. As the Gemara El Hadetanya, we said, Yardul Bar Shichinim Aris, how do we have it where it fell and it was beneficial for Bar Shichinim Aris? It filled up all the bits, stitches, and caves and cisterns, but it wasn't beneficial for the trees and for the plants. How is that possible? That's the Asya Bishvichusa. It came down in this great big deluge, so right away it was able to fill up all the cisterns and the pits and the caves. However, it wasn't beneficial for the trees or for the plants, and that's how we can have it. It's good for one and not for the other. Anton Rabbanu, we have a brisa. Masrina alilonus pesach 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 time. If there's not enough rain for the trees, we're going to cry out. Even sukkah's time, meaning early on in the rainy season, if there's not enough rain, there's not enough water in the bar shichinam aris, we're going to cry out. If there's no water to drink, masrina miyad, we're going to cry out right away. That's even if it's in the middle of the summer, people always need drinking water. What's considered miyad right away? The next Monday, Thursday, Monday, we're going to establish a fast. It's not going to be let's say today's Thursday or Wednesday. We're not going to establish a fast. We're going to wait till the next. Monday, Thursday, Monday. And Valkulan, regarding all these, only there are the city, the locale, the area, the country that this issue is seen in, that's the only place that's going to cry out. The Askara, if there's this issue of Askara, it's this disease that closes up the person's throat and makes it difficult to breathe. At a time that people are dying from it, then we're going to cry out about it. If people aren't dying, we're going to cry out if there's Gaivai, if there's this type of locust, even if there's only a few of them, that's because a few of them means that more are coming, and this is a type of locust that completely devours everything in sight. However, something which is called Chagav, we're not going to cry out about because they don't really devour everything. Hershem and Allah's he says, Afal Chagav, even Chagav we're going to cry out about. And Tan Rabbanon, the Gemara continues, Masrin Al-Ilanis Bishar Shnei Shavua, we're going to cry out about trees not having enough rain all the other years of Shemitah, meaning years one through six. Al-Baris Al-Sheikh Nam-Aris, if there's not enough water in the Bar Sheikh Nam-Aris, Afil B'Shviyas, even on Shemitah we're going to cry out. Hershem Gamaliel Emer, he says, Afal Ilanis B'Shviyas, we're even going to cry out about lack of rainwater on the trees on Shemitah, grows on the trees, that's what the poor people eat during Shemitah, so we have to cry out for that also. And Tanya Yidach, we have a similar b'raise, we're going to cry out for the trees all the rest of Shemitah years, meaning 1 through 6, we're going to cry out about Svichan, about the aftergrowth that usually grows on Shemitah, if that is not growing properly on Shemitah, we're going to cry out for that also.
that's because there's certain parnasotaniyam. That's where the poor people get their sustenance from on Shemitah. So we're going to cry out for that also. And Tanya, we have a bride. So Amrav Lozman Partam Yom Shachar Beis Hamikdash. From the day the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, and Nasu Gishamim Simukam Laelam. So the rain has become Simukam. It's become shrunk or shriveled to the world, meaning we have less rain in the world. Yeshan Ashag Shemayam Ruben. Yeshan Ashag Shemayam Muat. And there's a year that has a lot of rain, and there's a year that has not so much rain. Yeshan Ashag Shemayam Yardim Ismanim. Yeshan Ashag Shemayam Yardim Ismanim. There's a year that the rain falls in its proper time, and there's a year that the rain doesn't fall in its proper time. Yeshan Ashag Shemayam Yardim Ismanim Lamahudaima. A year that the rain fell in the proper time. What does that compare to? To a slave, his master gave him his parnasa, meaning the wheat that he needs for that week. He's able to bake his bread properly. He's able to eat it properly because he has the whole week. What's a year that the rain does not fall in its proper time compared to? To a slave who his master gave him his parnasa on Erev Shabbos. It turns out that his bread is not baked properly and he's not able to eat it properly because he had limited time to make it before Shabbos. A year that has a lot of rain. What's that compared to? Le'evit to a slave. That his master gave him his parnas. He gave him all of his wheat in one shot. So he has all the wheat that he needs. Turns out that the rechaim, the millstone, is going to grind of a car. What it usually grinds of a kav. It also turns out. Now what does this first statement mean? The mill grinds into a car. The same amount and grinds of a kav. So when grinding flour, some inevitably gets stuck on the millstone. Therefore it's much better to grind a large amount than many small amounts. A car of grain is 180 times more than a kav, so he loses much less flour when grinding a kar than the small amount of a kav. And the same thing with kneading dough. That's the second statement. When you knead dough, inevitably some of it gets stuck to the kneading bowl, so it's much better to knead a large amount of dough than a smaller amount of dough. And Shana Shek what's a year that has very little rainfall compared to to a servant that his master gives him his parnasa, his wheat, a little bit at a time. Nimsu, it turns out, Rechaim, the millstone, that which it really could have ground a kar, it only is grinding a kav. Nimsu, it also turns out that Isa, Kamashan, and what's compared to when we have a lot of rain? Someone who's mixing cement, he's mixing clay. If he has a lot of water, so the water never gets used up. And he's able to stir, mix the cement very well. And if he only has a little bit of water, so then he'll use his water up very quickly. And then it doesn't get mixed up well. And now another famous story. Everyone came up to be a regal to Yerushalayim and didn't have any water to drink. Who's a fine yid? He went to an adain to a nobleman. This was a Roman person. He told him, "Please lend me twelve cisterns of water for all the oil regalim. I'm going to give you back twelve cisterns of water. If I don't give that water to you, I'm going to give you twelve talents of silver. And they set a time. By that time, if I don't give you that water, so then I'm going to give you the silver. Once that time came, rain hadn't fallen yet. Peshachras was ready morning time, so then he sent him the following message, Give me either the water or the money that you owe me. So sent back to the Roman nobleman, I still have time, the whole day is mine. But in the afternoon he sent a message to him, Give me either water or the money that you owe me. So sent him a message back, I still have more time. He sent him a message, Give me the water or the money that you owe me. Shalachlai sent him a message. I still have more time during the day. That person mocked him. Amar, he said, The entire year it didn't rain. And now you think it's going to rain? This Adin, this Roman, he went into the bathhouse and he was very happy. And when he was going into the Beis he was happy. And he went into the Beis he was sad. He wrapped himself, stood in davening. 
It's revealed and known before you. I didn't do it for my honor or for the honor of my father's house. I did it for your honor. So all the people that are being oily regal can have water. Immediately the sky became thick with clouds and started raining. Until those 12 cisterns were full of water and there was actually more water than what Agdimen had taken. When this Roman left the base of Merchatz, Agdimen Ben-Gurin, Yosef Beis HaMikdash, he left the base of Mikdash. Shepagosai was that when they bumped into each other, Amr Lois and Agdimen told him, Tenli Demei Maim, Yosher, Sheesh Libyotcha, you owe me now money for water because I gave you more water than you gave me. Amr Lois, he told him, Yedani, Shalai, Hirsh, Akash, Baruch, Hosei, Lame, El, Beshvilcha. I know that Hashem didn't shake up his world except for you. El Adayin, Yeshli, Pischa, and Pe'alacha, Shaiti, Muchas, Ma'isai. I still have the ability, I still have an opening that I can still get my money from you. Shekvar, Shakachama, because the sun has already set. Ugasham, Bershusi, Yardu. And this rain that fell, it was really in my Rishos. It's already after the day, so you already owe me the money. So Chazav Nechaz Beis Hamikdash, he went back to the Beis Hamikdash. Nis Atif he wrapped himself. Amar did tefila and stood in tefila. Amar lefan of Ribanish Shloim. Hayda, let it be known, Sheish Lachauvim by Lamcha, that you have loved ones in your world. Miyad Nis Bazru Ha'avim. Right away, the clouds scattered, Vizarch Hashemesh, and the sun shone through. Beis at that time, Amar Le'Adin, the Roman told him, Ilu Loi Nektor Chama. If the sun had not pierced through, Hayli Pischaim Pe'alacha Shaitzim Chama Isai, I would have had an opening to be able to get my money from you. And Tanya was taught, Loi Nekdimin Shmai. His name wasn't even Nekdimin. Elabuni Shmai. His name was Buni. So Velabuni Kershmai Nekdimin. Why do we call his name Nekdimin if that wasn't his name? Because the sun pierced through for him. So therefore, we call him Nagdimen, Alashan of Nikdura, that the sun pierced through for him. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.